0: Calls an old animal, the Older he gets, the worse he becomes. It gets worse and worse. More and more sunk. At the table and sits down to eat. That's his whole pleasure in life. He looks forward to supper. He looks forward to breakfast. That's his pleasure in life. No other pleasures. And therefore, when a man utilizes his life to gain a taste. Of the true pleasures, the pleasures of the mind that man is going to grow from day to day. Now, say this paragraph inside by yourselves. And it is surprising how much you can accomplish, even at lunchtime, if you have a safer with you. Every day, you're looking at safer, even five or ten minutes while eating lunch, you can accomplish a tremendous amount and the real years roll by, you can go to that safer four or five times, like Mesiv Lacheshoreim or Shulchan Olach. It's so easy to look in the safer while you're eating, in many subjects that are not difficult. And every day, unless somebody is sitting in and objects, that's your wife, well, doesn't want you to look in the safer, otherwise, Every day a little more is added to your store of intellectual achievement. And an experience it's a tremendous thing You're able to learn while eating any kind of a the safer. There's so many goods for them. There's so many easy for them. As the days go by it piles up, you're not the same person. After a year or two, you're absolutely transformed. In case you need English, you get good English for them. Translations. While you're eating, look in the It Doesn't take away from your appetite. And the time will come when you see that you accomplish a tremendous amount. Next paragraph. Not only living a life of idleness, many people are idle people. They waste away all Sunday, waste all Shabbos. When you have vacation, waste the vacation. That's a life of idleness. Sheheim. And it brings a person to mental degradation. He deteriorates. When a person doesn't do things, he deteriorates. It's in human nature you become mentally confused for not doing. Most people will go to psychologists because they're not busy. If they are busy all the time, they wouldn't need anything. The girl man me, sometimes they cause an early death. A person dies only because of idleness. Many people who retire, make a very big mistake by retiring. If they retire to sit and learn, but they never learn how to learn. They never learn to do anything but work. And now they retire, it doesn't do any good in their health. Working is very really good for the health, no question about it. Mental health. Even a little bit of time. Let's say you are a working man, a busy man. But a little bit of time, small amount of time. That a person spends in physical pleasures more than he needs. When a person engages in physical pleasures longer than he needs, he sits, let's say, at the table a long time. He reads a newspaper, and he take, then he takes another tidbit, another thing to eat. He's wasting a great deal of time. He can make the whole thing without eating fast. Eating fast is no good. You have to eat leisurely. But he can eat leisurely, and 25 minutes he can get a good meal. No, here it takes him more than an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. It's a pity. Wasting his life away. Nikra is called Chaye That's a life of time-wasting. Now, he's talking about a man that works, a busy man, but he doesn't make use of his spare time. His life is called a life of batol. But what is his life? His life is his spare time. but he's tied down to the job, he can't help himself. His entire life consists of his spare time. And the spare time is thrown out. Spare time is night time, is friday afternoon he comes home early shabbos all day long his spare time and sunday all day long this is spare time once a man said to me he'd like to stop work and go into a kale so i suspected he didn't want he just wanted to stop work so i said sunday don't work on sunday take a long lunch go to a kale i said all day long in the kale and learn on sunday he didn't do it (laughs) <laughs> this is kind of what it was not to work on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That was scowling. Kind the of fish the elephant is was. fattening By wasting his spare time, he's fattening the elephant. He I mean this. He said above, if a man has an elephant, you can train the elephant to be obedient to you. But well, if the elephant is spoiled... You allow him to do what he wants. Sometimes the elephant will feel like stepping on you. He'll step on you too. That's <laughs> goodbye. And you train your body to do what the body wants. You yield all the time to your body, wasting time. You're making the elephants fatter and fatter, and that fat, spoiled elephant will step on you. It's fattening the elephant. And he sells himself to his work. All he knows is his work. Of course, it's a good thing to work. To work from 9 to 5, or by all means, it's a good thing to work. But the person has nothing but work, and outside of the work, he has nothing else in his life to do, he chooses, let's say, davens, I understand that, sure, he's an observant Jew. But there is spare time. And the spare time is what makes life worthwhile. Life is consists of the minutes that you have spare time to do something in one minute, you can do very great things. If you know what to do with it. Call me Shogav Yisrael. They have to go do this. Achachay about This person allowed his yisomot to overcome him to pursue a life of idleness. Now does not talk about entertainment. That's a new thing in America, in the modern world. The world looks for like entertainment. In the old days, it didn't have that word as entertainment. They're just wasting time, that's all. Entertainment is another form of wasting time. That's all it is. So that he has to heal himself. By training yourself. So he proposes one week in every 13 weeks. You should denote, devote to the purpose of training yourself and not wasting any time. Can't do it always. Keep it up for one week. Then change the subject. 13 weeks later, do it again. After a while, it becomes habitual You train yourself to make use of your time. Again, the plan is once in 13 weeks, that's four times a year, you work on this media of not wasting your spare time. Not every minute. Find things to do. Don't know what to do? Find out what you can do. And then, after the week is over, you can always have the power of self-control, you split back in all your old ways again. Thirteen weeks later, do it again. Thirteen weeks later, do it again. After a while, it'll become a habit to use all the spare time in your life and you'll be able to go on and succeed in this method of devoting all of your spare time for the purpose of making something out of yourself. Say that, target. The you're doing right now what he advised you to do. Make a use of the time. Instead of just sitting home in this spare time, you were kept up here all the time. You couldn't go home early, but you utilize the time. Tough paid. <coughs> What's more the motto for that week? them piho before you open your mouth, remain silent and think over what benefit will be in these words that you intend to say As more. The benefit is for you, O oh Lachem, my others. It would be an excellent thing to train oneself before answering, pause for a moment and think if it's necessary to say anything. And it is, say only what's necessary, not more. Is it good for you? Is it good for others? Sometimes it's no good for anybody to hear. Or it's a waste of time. And therefore, don't speak until you make a decision that is worth speaking. And then, speak briefly. That's the Lashon of the Rambam in He said, don't open your mouth. And if you do open your mouth, then make it brief. The Mahava here spends some time on admiring this great phenomenon of speech. Human speech is what we can call one of the great nisim of the Briya. The ability to take your thoughts and form it into words is a tremendous achievement. Words have no meaning. Words are just sounds. Sounds are not thoughts. And yet, when the sounds are articulated in certain ways, it conveys the thoughts of the speaker. It's a tremendous gift. And it's worth spending some time appreciating that gift. understanding the wonders of it. We're so accustomed that we fail to appreciate what a great benefit it is. Now, he explained that this great gift was given for the purpose of helping others or gaining help for ourselves, learning, advising, and so on. The relations between people are reinforced by the ability to speak. He talks at length about that. Now then, in paragraph Sadivov, anefish The mind of the intelligence. There's two parts to the human being a mind of intelligence, and it's a beastly nature. Now, the mind of intelligence controls the laziness of the thoughts that are influenced only by what it sees, by the environment. A man doesn't think about what's doing in Florida, or it'll be done tomorrow, it's influenced only by its environment and by its needs for the moment. Your whole palm, never its desire presents itself, so the behemoth makes some kind of emotion, let's say, if a horse is making a sound, it's because it's some emotion he has. He's tired of standing there. It's too cold. or something else. Not because he's looking ahead for uh, what's going to be hours later. But the nefesh Maskellas takes hold of this laziness, the lack of ability, of the lack of ability to think thoughts. And it begins to put thoughts together. Intelligent of a person puts thoughts together. The kasha ezayenis, emagoshes ezayisabiksal, it connects certain thoughts with the awareness of certain letters, whether letters are written, or letters baldped. but the intelligent mind takes thoughts and connects it with letters. And by means of these letters, it expresses the thoughts. Alshem nevesh That's why the intelligent aspect of a human being is called sometimes nevesh me Now, daberis is only one of its functions, but it's such an important function that demonstrates the ability to think that sometimes that's called the title of your human mankind, the species that can talk. This ability was created in man in order to reveal his thoughts to other people. The sometimes it's only done to make an impression on others, or sometimes, or what he hears from his ears, and he wants to retort, answer what he heard with his ears. People should learn, and he should learn. People should learn from him, and he should learn from them. Muslimin, they become more perfect, let's say like a parent <laughs> tells the child how to behave, and they become perfect themselves. If a person says to themselves, don't do this, it's not right to do it, so you become perfect in your society with each other. So because of speech, people are able to learn how to behave properly in society with each other. Ah uh, well, now he says, but this great gift can be misused. Can be misused. I will give the When people talk much, they lie they in excessive conversation. Then, instead of their being in control of this great gift and using it for good purposes, it begins to control them. Then so, it becomes an artificial type of talking. When people practice talking, they gain the type of talking. And they become enslaved to it. The It becomes a servant for gava, elegance. 'Cause people utilize their talking to show off all the deepest COVID and look recovered. And certainly superfluous speech brings to Losh and and to the Khivas, to the Sonas, and to Shkora is It brings to sin. Anybody that talks much will bring sins. Now, in addition to all this, there's another important hejran that's mentioned in Kohelis. Hevezoh he abaruch hacho. Be careful with your emotions. Believ cho aliyamah he elohi tzidogot hahelekin. And your mind should not hasten to utter any word in the presence of Elohim. Now he brings in Elohim in the picture. When you're talking, you should know you're talking in the presence of Elachim. Elohim is in the heavens. And you're down below, and he sees you. I'll tell you Allah. Therefore your words should be viewed. Which means it works both ways. When a person is aware of Akkadizh Borahu, then he can't be a proliferator of speech. can't talk much. You stand in the presence of other Goddard, you don't talk. The presence of Akkadizh Borahu, is kind of difficult to open your mouth. And the person who has a, a clarity of ammonia certainly will not speak at length for nothing. It works the other way also. By speaking at length carelessly the person loses his ammonia. He trains himself to feel hefka. he can do what he wishes. So talking much brings to a form of it may be worse than that, forgetting about Hashem. And also, it's a sign that the person is not aware of Hashem. Rasulullah says, the trained himself that when he spoke to somebody else, he did not remove his mind from Makronish Borah. That's a very difficult thing. And I've told the Amsterdam, he's told me, related by his Ebrev Israel, that even when he was talking to people, when I'm, see her my lady, Sasha. You talk to a person, immediately you get lost in his personality, his countenance, and people become enslaved by the other person's presence. And many times, they even lose control of their reason and say silly things. The person is aware of Kodish Bodafu, even when he's talking to somebody, he knows he has to be careful because Hashem is listening. She's looking down and he sees that this man is talking and therefore he has to guard his tongue to demonstrate his eminence. Also if he doesn't have enough emuna, by guarding his tongue, he trains himself to gain emuna. Works both ways. So anybody who is careful not to engage in much speech, as to say something, he says it briefly, or if possible, not at all and think thinking I'm doing it in order to be aware that Hashem is looking at me and listening to me, that's a very great achievement in Amunet. Now, once more, in Kohelis, he makes that connected with the color recognition of Hashem. And therefore, everybody who talks <coughs> does know it has an effect on his attitude towards Akkodesh Borahu. He talks at length carelessly, he knows, he's going further and further away from Is Not possible to have Emunin Akkodesh Baruch and to talk freely at length. Of course, most people don't think about that. <laughs> but in Kehelis, they say openly, Kahelis ties up Libra at volume with Sheik hasel and therefore we would try to gain more awareness of Hashem to try to picture ourselves when we, somebody's coming to us to talk immediately we just say I'm going to talk to you I'll try not to forget our Kodesh Boda who is listening it's a very great achievement if you can do that for a little while while you're talking to a person it's a very big achievement well, she has to practice it. It doesn't come automatically. As I said, when a person comes over, you get lost right away and you're drowned out in his personality. When a person who is a strong mind and I called his and he wants to increase his emuna, said I'm going to utilize this opportunity and he comes over to talk to me, I might just nod my head, not necessarily say anything, I won't say anything because I shall be listening. And if I do have to say anything, I'll say it briefly, I'll tell her oh, yes. all that. I'll worship if you, but I call this ball listening. They're very great achievements to have that attitude in i matter of talking. And so, if visitors come, let them do the talking. Whatever you can do to limit your participation, you should. You can nod, you can say, good, interesting, you can say, it's interesting, whatever it is. But make your part in the conversation a minimum. And you'll gain, from their visit you gain, and they'll lose. they lose their money, and you gain their money. Of course, much better they shouldn't visit. A visit that wastes of time. But you're accomplished by the visit? Unless it's for parents. The parents want to see you. So come, show yourself. Let your parents do the talking. Or you have to say some friendly words whenever necessary. Certainly have to say necessary words. But to engage in a lengthy harangue and to tell many things. Like people are talking all the time. And you say, anyway, why put it anyway constantly? It means, even but I'm going to say now not connected to the previous, I'll say it anyhow. That's anyway means. Anytime they talk anyway, 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 it means, even though the next words are not connected to the previous world, I'll say them anyhow. It's a sign of non-thinking. And therefore, you lose your ability to think clearly by talking much, like we said yesterday, when a person talks much, it says there, offence on your wisdom is silence. Silence protects your wisdom. When you say words that are not necessary, you're thinking foolishly. Your mind follows your words, like the The Nim follows The mind follows the words. And when you say superfluous words, Your mind is thinking superfluous thoughts. It's not necessary. And after a while, you lose the ability to think rationally. Many people are not rational in thinking. They live by their emotions because they're accustomed to talking. And their talking always follows the emotion of the moment. One emotion, another emotion, things come up, one after the other, without any connection at all. But when people are aware of their purpose in life, purpose is to gain perfection, to gain awareness of Hashem, that's a Yerah Salakim, the purpose of Hashem made the world, a Yerah Salakim you can accomplish when people talk to you or you talk to them, and you have in mind this great principle, like the Bishwad HaKendelah, that I call this brotherhood, listening in, and therefore, from such experiences, you become more and more close to, I call this brotherhood. Is, top. So on the subject of learning to control, what comes out of your mouth. Which follows the rule, first of all, don't open your mouth unless it's necessary. And when it is necessary, after deliberation, say as few words as possible. Make it short. Now, Omnom, Dera Chahinechu, the way of training ourselves in this is to make the mind prepared to deliberate. That's a very important accomplishment. You can learn to think a moment before you talk. Never answer immediately, even when it's clear what you have to say. Pause for a moment. That gives you a training in controlling what you're going to say. Before he didn't open his mouth yet, he should think for a moment what he should do. Should he speak? And if he does, what should he say? The high note. While the desire of loquacity, desire to be garrulous, to talk, it's a desire to babble and to talk. Before the desire becomes big, while they're still weak, the Soma of the Mekayot, quite near its fountain, poor diggings. Because once you open your mouth, out of necessity, then many times words start rolling out, gushing forth, and even foolishness can follow. So even though you deliberated before, and you decided you have to say something, then you lose control of yourself because the desire to talk is found in almost everybody. And therefore, that desire has to be extinguished right at the beginning. Psalm of the Nukailah, close to its beginning. Or the Bechadah Hei since you have to strangle strangled that desire in its womb before it's born even. Well, once you open your mouth and begin talking, and who knows what you're going to say. Therefore, before the tiger overcomes you, you're not yet in the process of loosening your tongue, deciding what you want to do and make a decision, you're going to make it short if you have to say it. Suppose in his mind there comes up some thought of a jest, a joke. Yagil Atsnoy loves it a little. He's accustomed himself to swallow it in his bowels. Any remark, a wisecrack or anything, it occurs to you? Accustom yourself not to say it. Let it remain unborn and you'll make a much better impression on the world. Shimul Shri Spoil Dovela Dolamella praised himself for this quality. Although he says, Amosi When I thought of something, valyavati, it was not able to pass through my mouth. I thought about it. I didn't say it. So even though it occurs to you to put in an extra remark, if it isn't essential, train yourself to swallow it before you begin talking put your mind on it before it comes out of your mouth sometimes you say something that you'll regret forever happen sometimes the most serious consequences result from a careless word so once more now this great subject is one of the most important forms of character perfection, the control of the tongue. Shemar pib he who guards his tongue and his mouth, his mouth and his tongue, shemar mitzalas he guards himself against troubles. He mentions first, he guards his mouth. For so the first thing, you not to open your mouth. That's number one. If it does open the mouth, then he guards his tongue. Not to say too much. And those who do that will spare themselves a great deal of trouble in this world. If you look back on the life of experience, you see what harm was done. by not being in full control what you're saying. And sometimes at the moment it seems this is the right thing to say. But with another moment of deliberation, you see, you're better off if you didn't say it. Or you're better off if you said it in a different way. Now first say this inside, this paragraph. Now look at the bottom paragraph at the bottom of the page. The theme. Show to your neighbors the bottom of the page, Lafi, Lefee, Le she called All these suggestions of self training that he's talking about in this sefer this enigma is Kashuba when he completes the function of. Locking them into his character, he becomes accustomed to doing them. He trains himself to them. it went out of the jurisdiction of the Nishoma, that's the human intelligence, the Natsu and it becomes habit. Now, habit, even animals are trained to habit. But habit is a wonderful tool. Once a person accustoms himself with it, effort, he trains himself with effort to guard his tongue, to think before he talks, after a while it becomes a habit. And once it's a habit, it works by itself without any effort. It goes under the heading of ordinary thoughts of lazy people. I mean, even without any effort, your thoughts will control you from speaking much. Al shayin me'ela b'lishum kiloyan because it continues automatically. Without any expenditure of energy. Once you have it as a habit, you'll function without your effort at all. Now we have to know an important point here: is the principle of or ago." You're rewarded according to the difficulty. So at the beginning, it's difficult to learn to control yourself. So we understand there's a reward. But suppose it becomes habitual, maybe the rest of your life there's almost no rewards for it. It's easy. So Mr. Salanta says, no, if you train yourself by your own efforts into a good habit, then all your life you're going to receive rewards for that good habit because it's the result of your own efforts. If your efforts resulted in great results, no, long, no matter how long, how far off the results continue, it's given to your credit. You're the one who did it. And so, if you train yourself from the muscle here to control what you say, and forever and ever, all your life, as you continue to practice this, even though you're not even thinking, it's a habit already, not to talk. You're going to be rewarded for all those mistresses of being silent and not saying unnecessary words. And it, therefore, it lets the show may have more time for other things. At the beginning, you have to work on this. So it takes some of your attention away from other important thoughts. But once it becomes a habit, You leave it to your have it'll work automatically, and now your mind is unemployed. It's capable now to think of something else. On this, we build the entire principle of Tikhanamides. We train ourselves to do it in such a way that later there's no effort involved at all. Now, that's an important principle because... If effort is always involved, there'll come a time when the, you weaken, you become tired, you're weary of always fighting against the inclination to talk. But after a while, I called this bother whose invention of the habit habit's a great benefit, because it becomes so easy that even without thinking, you're doing it. It becomes difficult, even, for you to try to talk much. And therefore, you should know that you are doing what I call this border who wants all your life without any effort at all. Set so that inside. And while we're on this subject, it is important to note that this is a fundamental achievement in married life. If a person can train himself, otherwise. I mean why? Doesn't train his wife. She talks whatever she wants. He trains himself to say only things that his circle tells him to say to be a success in happiness in the house. He trains himself until it's a habit always to say only good things, never to say anything, unless it's an emergency. Whatever he speaks is counting the words. So he gains respect in the house and able to maintain shalom bias. Especially when a man marries into a new family. He's a husband. Comes into the family, nice looking young man. Everybody looks at him with respect. And so they open his mouth. He opens his mouth. You see, there wasn't nobody. ruins the whole impression by talking. But you keep quiet, they still think you're somebody. And therefore, if you come into a new place where people don't know you, you can do it in an old place, too, but especially in a new place people don't know you, the longer you keep quiet, the more they'll think well of you. As soon as you open up your mouth, they know who you are. And therefore, it's a person's benefit to maintain his reputation or is, what people should think of him to limit himself in what he says. I'm going to quote the poem I once told you already. I wrote this poem when I was 17 years old. In lion's skin an ass did hide. A donkey was walking on the road, he saw a lion's skin, he put it on. He was so happy. In lion's skin, and asses did hide. And none could know who was inside. Until himself, he did betray by opening his mouth to bray. We're all in lion's skin, we all look good. And people admire us. You open your mouth and bray, you're betraying yourself. Page, pay base. He has been speaking about the virtue of silence, which means either avoid talking entirely when possible, or whenever it is necessary to speak, but to make it short. Two things. First, think it over before you open your mouth. And secondly, (coughs) when you do open your mouth, try to make it as brief as possible. Now, in addition to this important subject of not talking unnecessarily, which we learned already to some extent how great a part this is in our lives, The more you manufacture silence in your life, the more you're producing something concrete. Silence is an achievement. If you can say later, when you come to the next world, I was silent so much and so much, and somebody else comes over and says, I was silent more than that. He is superior to you. To make your business to be superior to him, and be as silent as you can. Produce silence. Don't think silence is merely a negative achievement. It's a positive achievement. Accomplish as much silence as you can. Now we're going to learn an exception when it's advisable to talk and to talk much. First of all, to talk to Hashem. to talk to Hashem. We are very stingy when it comes to that. We do a favor when we don't. But that's not enough now. In most cases, it doesn't mean anything. In the middle of the day, remember your best friend and talk to Hashem. When David said all these things that we say by rote, by habit, he said it, because he was talking to Hashem. Dishu Hashem, was a backshu pun of Tommy, always, in the middle of the day, say, I trust. Please Hashem, protect me, I walk in the street. Streets are full of cars, speeding, all directions, protect me, Hashem. Sometimes there are Mishu criminals in the street, besides pickpockets. Protect me, Hashem. Doesn't occur to you. Moise says, Yo, sir, Lashuk, walk out on the street. He should think as if he's arrested already by the sergeant, a Roman sergeant. A Roman sergeant arrests you, that's a very sad occasion. So, what is says, You walk in the street, you should already be afraid of Hashem. Think of Hashem ask to protect you or walking in the streets thank Hashem you can walk how many people cannot it doesn't occur to you it thinks it's superfluous some will think it's silly so don't let other people hear speak to Hashem when nobody's around there's traffic, there's a big noise you can shout to Hashem nobody will know what you're shouting about Shirolo, zamrolo, make music to Hashem. In the middle of the day, we're sitting down to eat lunch. You're hungry. Oh, we thank you, Hashem, it tastes good. Of course you mutter a brocha by rote. Doesn't mean too much, though. Unless you put in effort in the brocha. Otherwise, you have to add your own thoughts. I thank you, Hashem, for food. I pray to our Baruch in the daytime. Please, Hashem, see that I am well all the time. A man should always ask for help not to become ill. Always. You're young and healthy. You surely should ask. There's more myths for them. And you don't need it? You think you don't need it? That's the best time to ask for it. Ask Hashem, please Hashem, keep me healthy. You have clothing. Bore Hashem, I have clothing. It's a small thing, Malbi me. Clothing is very complicated. You can't make clothing by yourself. Thank Hashem for shoes. You have to talk to Hashem all day long. Yes. So speak to Hashem That's number one. As much as you can. All day long. Of course, when you're learning Gemara, or you're learning whatever it is, you can't always speak to him. but that itself is a form of speech to Hashem. When you learn a Sefer of Mayim, like Sharet Shuvah, Sharet Shurim, Hevis Albovis, it's also a form. Oh, there, Hashem is speaking to you. Also very important. But speaking to Hashem, like Dovet HaMela, when he was a shepherd, a young man, a boy, lay on his back with his harp, his eyes up to the sky, and he sang to Hashem, the songs of love, I love you, Hashem. What a beautiful sky, he said. You cover the skies with clouds. Preparing rain for the world. Clouds in the sky are a blessing. Clouds in the sky mean red apples, yellow bananas, watermelon. All good things come from the rain in the sky. And when he was looking at the grass all around him, he said, I thank you, Hashem. And Osati Aesir Visoda, he said, I give grass. You don't plant the grass, I give grass. Plants itself. But you need a great abundance of grass. Animals eat grass, they produce milk. Cheese, butter. Sheep eat grass, produce wool. They have a woolen garment, everyone's grass. Sheep take grass and take wool. And so Dhabi thanked Hashem for the grass. Imagine you're walking on Ocean Parkway and you see grass. Say, I thank you, I for the grass. Do it once in your life. You can do it every day. I thank you, I for the grass. Grass is essential for us. Grass holds the soil together. Otherwise, the soil becomes dust and blows away. And nothing will grow anymore when the topsoil flies away. And grass gives a pleasant odor to the atmosphere. Grass freshens the air. <laughs> it's a beautiful green carpet. It's an ornamental green carpet. All these things we're expected to do. cannot not consider the Fni Mishure Somebody's going overboard. On the contrary, it's a minimum. Thank Hashem that you're well. Thank Hashem that you have a family. Not everybody has children. You have children. Borah Hashem. You have teeth. Many people don't. Have false teeth. A pleasure to eat with your own teeth. I said, thank Hashem for all these things. That's number one. There's another form of speech. And that is to speak to yourself. Very important. Toby spoke to himself. He said, Hallelujah, has to Hashem. He said, My soul, praise Hashem. He said, Wake up, my soul. Why are you so asleep? Wake up and talk to Hashem. Like the Vera said, Uri Uri, Dvaira. Awake, Dvaira. Awake. She's telling yourself to wake up. She wasn't asleep, but she wanted to be more awake. Awake. And, and it states in the Svobodim that when you learn Svobodim, that reprimand you, they criticize you, and tell you what's wrong. So you should say, The Svobodim, I'm not talking to somebody else, they're talking to me. And then you have to repeat the same words of the Svobodim to yourself and criticize yourself. The first won't criticize him himself. And what will help for him? When you say Musa to somebody, that person who is wise will repeat it and say it to himself. Let's say a wise boy. The mother said, Why do you talk so much? Oh, the boy says, I'm going to repeat that to myself. As he walks in the street, he says, why do you talk so much? That's all I have to do. You have to repeat it to yourself. You say, get better. Your name is Chaim. Say, Chaim, get better. Chaim, make something out of yourself. Chaim, become a London. Come a Yoreh The name is Chana. Chana, become a firm servant of Hashem. Chana, be grateful to Hashem. Why not speak to yourself? After all, who's going to have influence and not you? You have the most influence on yourself. And that's why it's so important to make these two exceptions to the great principle of Shasika. Silence is golden. Silence is golden. Other people, of course you have to say, good morning, Shalom Aleichem. Has to make people feel good. You have to tell your wife, it's a good supper. She has to tell you, I'm happy that you're working. You're Supporting our family. Things like that you have to say. Have to encourage each other. But more than that, don't. Don't talk too much. Be as silent as you can. When it comes to talking to Hashem, when it comes to talking to yourself, don't be silent. Talk always to yourself. Wake up, wake up. Make something out of yourself. Life is not forever. We're in this world to accomplish something, make us all feel the necessity of remembering all the great things Hashem once did to our nation, and He chose us as His people, we are the children of Hashem, always you have to speak to yourself, remind yourself, this type of talk is approved, and the more you talk, the better off you are. we're going to begin on Daph Pei and the subject is Nihuso Nihusa means to speak gently that's one of the 13 meters which he proposes that people should work on for a week every thirteen weeks, four times a year. Now, some people may find other meters more necessary for themselves, but he gives us these thirteen examples that we're studying now, and one is Nihusha, to so speak gently. Here's the motto. benachas. The words of the wise are said with gentleness. When you can be good, do not be called not good. It means the same thing that you can do by being angry, you can do just as well by not being angry. That's the motto. Later we'll go back and speak more about that motto. We start now, Paragraph Tzadites. Most of the good attributes of character must be very precisely measured. It means a little bit too much in one direction or the other direction already spoils the nature of that meter. Only when it's precisely done, then is it correct. Now, that's not all with She'im, Chosamehem, suppose he lacked a little bit of what he should have done. Or or if he added too much than what he should have done, He's departing from the right way, a little too less, a little too much. either way, he's departing from the right way. We'll see examples.' just like. When a person is not clean physically, he has some dirt on his face or on his garments, it's considered very much megune, very much to his discredit. Also a person is too much of a dandy, a fap, and always makes himself... Too Fastidious looking is also not considered good. A person tries to look like a uh, beauty advertisement, also not good. You have to be in the right medium, exactly right. Falsehood. When a person tries to deceive people and to think he is a good man, is very much to be despised. A person is trying very really hard to make an impression on people in order to find favor in their eyes. Although he is very far from these things that he showing to them, acting as if he were a very, very polite man and he does it excessively in a way that makes people despise him. Also, the person is too careless with people, honor, It doesn't have much consideration with their feelings, also, so he's telling us we have to choose Precisely the middle road, in order to be correct in this meeting. Al zen About this is said: The Hashem You should be pure in the eyes of Hashem and in the eyes of Yisrael. Hikish, the the It compares the fact that you have to be acceptable. In the eyes of Yisrael to the way you have to be acceptable in the eyes of our Kodesh Baruch And therefore, when you don't do enough or you do too much, not acceptable, and therefore you're failing in your are and Likian, you must find favor in the eyes of the Am Yisrael. You have to do it in the right way. Don't do it in the right way and you don't find favor in their eyes you have failed in this obligation of behaving in such a way that people should approve of you. it that aside. Which means to say that to be a man who is behaving correctly in not such a simple matter must be able to do it in the right way. Now, next, Kuf. aha. Since we said above, you have to be careful with personal cleanliness. He shouldn't be despised by people when they see that he has spots on his garment or his face is not clean. And surely, you have to be more careful not to be disliked by people, hated by people. Chas You have to try not to be hated by people. The Fikoch saw that led back. Now sometimes people are not aware that people don't like them. Not aware that they're behaving incorrectly. And we're talking about people who are studying this subject properly and they're examining themselves and they're taking counsel of others. What do you say about me? Anything that you can criticize me? And when they hear, they try to correct themselves. Not a simple matter. Sometimes a person can all his life behave in a way that is disliked by people, and he doesn't realize why. The seeker should, if the dark day comes, always be a master of himself. He has to be very careful in his dealings, how he acts, how the way he deals with people. He should check all the data, be meticulous, be and he should weigh in his mind, with deliberation and with a certain amount of careful judgment, how he should handle matters with you before he begins any kind of a. Activity or any kind of conversation is to think what is the right way to do it that it shouldn't be expressed in a way that will be unpleasant. It shouldn't come forth from his words or from his activities any kind of disparagement of him People shouldn't despise him or hate him, or they shouldn't quarrel with him. Chas v'shal. That to make all of his affairs with people in a way that is gently deals gently with people, That's consideration of people's feelings. Shouting and being angry. Is something that befits fools and reshoim. When he gets said quietly, and he shouts and says angrily, it's for reshoim and fools. And even when it's necessary to behave toward according to them. According to the judgment, because they have done something wrong, and you must make them known that it's wrong. Nevertheless, Shalolah Hafri's. He should try with all kinds of diplomacy. Shalolah Hafri's Alamita. Not to outdo what he has to do. I feel like he's <laughs> a hair's be For Moshe, when you do something in a good way, I'll teach you that I don't be called a out. The first thing is inside, I'm going to explain a little more what he's saying. First, it states, Dibrech hachomim benachas nishmoyim. There are two translations. both are true. The words of the wise are heard with gentleness. Wise people speak gently. That one pshat. It's a sign that the speaker is a wise man. (coughs) He speaks gently. Another pshat, also true. If the words of Homer said they Nishmoyam, then people listen and obey. If it's gentle people obey. If it's said in a way that arouses animosity towards him, they might disobey. So two Perushim. One nishmoyim, we hear words of Khahomib and we know that person is a khacham. That's one Pshat. Another Pshat is that the words of the Hahomim that is they said, are heard, or obeyed. The mother said, in the sister Shabbos, by malikin, dvorim, so the Shabbos, imshash, place, Shabbos Three things a man must say, every Shabbos in his house, before it gets dark. Esaltem, separate myself, from the grain, eravotem, do you make Erev chaseus and hadlikus and light the candles? Now, the mother said, although it's a khir to say these three things, but sorech le meimrin hu bini husa, He should say them gently. And the ask asked, in order to the nominate, the people should accept it. The people will be more ready to obey him he says it in a gentle way. As of shout, Now, he's telling us, the same thing could have been said gently. If he says it in a angry tone, so we say, instead of being good, you're making your soul bad. The same thing could have been said with even more purpose, more effect. He said it gently. The fact that said it with a certain amount of anger, that means you are not accomplishing more by being angry. All you're doing is, you're making yourself in, from good into bad. Now this enters into a new field. For the words that are said, with a shouting, sometimes you don't need to shout, but you're shouting the words, it becomes a noah's devarim. Words that hurt. And the noah's devarim are a special isa that I said. ish of the ish. You shouldn't hurt people's feelings. At home, let's say, when the husband has to say something to his wife or wife to a husband, it's important to say it quietly. So to shout it, means you're being over on lo sonu ish as amish. You're hurting feelings. And therefore, this chiv of saying it, v'nechusah, is not only a matter, as is explained here, that you should try to find favor in the eyes of the world, by being a man that speaks gently. It's also a matter, also, of avoiding aisha da'isha, we should no less or than eating the vellus and trefus. Hurting somebody's feelings is no less harmful than the vellus and trefus. We have to study that. You in the last volume, sure man Hurting people's feelings with words is worse than stealing money from them. If you steal money from them, everybody recognizes how wrong that is, if you hurt people's feelings, taking away the sympathy from them is worse than stealing money from them. And even though what you say is true, you say, close the door. You say, close the door, please. Or, don't leave the door open, whatever it is. When you say, close the door, that already enters into a new area of a Noah's and at home, many times these things are being done, and hundreds and hundreds of avares are added to people's records which they're not aware of. What they know as is a laude Not merely a mistake in behavior, it's actually like doing something that's also, I and mean, I'll tell you, like wearing shatness, and therefore, this mitzvah of saying is a very important part of our lives. He suggests you work on it every week, every thirteen weeks, one full week on it, until you accustom yourself. That's your regular way of talking. Now, when you look into Life you see people who speak gently have important positions in life. Those who speak roughly, or have low positions, for instance, in a bank, the janitor of the bank or this cleaning, they say the bank floor. They say out of the way, please. But the vice president of the bank doesn't say that. They will say it in a different way. That's why the vice president, the janitor, is a rough man. And he speaks roughly. that's why he's a janitor. Anybody who wants to become important in this world must learn how to speak gently. It's impossible to have any kind of respect from your subordinates if you're going to mistreat them with words that are harsh or angry. And that's what he's telling us, you should be pure in the eyes of the public public should approve of you. Of course, you're not going to go to extremes and do things in such a way that you make yourself ridiculous. But in a way, a person can make his words more acceptable to people and be the mitzvah of And the subject in Nechuso, as we already read the motto, Divrei the words of wise men are spoken gently, and if you can do it in a good way, do not allow yourself to be called not good. It means, unnecessarily, it shouldn't be considered not good. And you can do the same thing even better by being good. Which means, (laughs) (laughs) When the Ha'chomans speak their words are obeyed. People are more willing to Bidding when you honor them. But when you insult them by showing anger, then they become full of rancor and they may be disobedient. So you can accomplish more by always being chosen careful in their words. Exceptions sometimes. But in general, the principle holds the good, you can do it in a way to be called good, don't allow yourself to be called ra unnecessarily. Now, it was mentioned already, included in this, some very great principles. The principle of is one of the most important Commandments of the Torah, where the Torah adds es is so don't vex people, don't hurt their feelings. And it says, We don't add that to other commandments. Sometimes they do, but this is a case where you see they added it. It shows how important it is to feel Hashem. needs a special chumrah in not hurting people's feelings. And the principle for A khabed person who honors his fellow like he honor like Kodesh Baruch Hashem said, "Those who honor me, I shall honor." That's brought a proof to the subject of honoring your fellow man. But it doesn't say you honor your fellow man; you honor me. So we see that, when he considers honoring your fellow man, they like honoring you, Hashem. Of course, when people realize. That the purpose why a Torah says order we sell every person image of Hashem, and order we should have an attitude of respect, great respect for the human face, human emotions, human personalities. So it wants us to think that you're speaking to Hashem. That's why it says. It's Salam al also is and therefore when you honor a person in a certain sense you're honoring the image of Hashem. That's not merely a muscle, but the deen is you have to wash your face where it says You have to wash your face in honor of your creator. As if the king gave you a statue of himself. And he sees after a while that the statue accumulates dust on the face, it means they're not considering the statue important. It's a case where a man threw a stone at the king's statue, so the king said, By us. So whatever you are to the people, you'll be called as brotherhood too. And therefore, always important keep in mind that in order to remain perfect in the eyes of Hashem it's important to be as perfect as possible in relationships with people now the Rambam tells the Kiddish says "Shma Yisrael it's a remarkable statement the Rambam makes Shema Yisrael he said, from this we learn, not only you have to listen to Hashem, but you have to be a listener. When somebody is speaking, show attention to him. It's a remarkable chidus. You have to listen to Hashem. It also is a model that you have to listen to your fellow man. How can you say that? It seems. I am really talking about. It seems. That this goes together, any command in the territory, what I call this border, also implies a certain behavior towards human beings. Though ye they the care, for they shouldn't like, be like care. And it ain't another care. <laughs> Spokey and me shall obey them. But learn, we learn a person shouldn't be a quarreler. You learn it shouldn't be a quarreler. The question is, how can you learn from here? Kerach quarreled the greatest man that ever lived, the man that spoke in the name of Hashem, Isha There, we understand it's wrong to quarrel, which was a human being, Odin Poshut. How can you compare it? With the Torah said, Lo yeh ke kerah It's in general, you shouldn't quarrel. So we see that we learn from even the most important of cases the same behavior has to be towards everybody else. shouldn't be a quarreler. Rama said this in a number of places as a principle that he follows not just one time, that the national commandments, well, not only commandments for the Jewish nation in general, the commandments for each person individually towards his fellow man. And so, kol amecha be'asabrius, as the Rebbe says, is kol mechabda yachabet al anadusu anami. So you have to train yourself to that. That's where this week. That he is recommending should be concentrated on throughout the week. He to think I'm dealing with people, and I deal with them in such a way that I have to consider them as if I'm talking to a kodesh b'rohim himself. That's not a guzma. This is have it. You have to train yourself. When he's talking to a human face, to a human being, you have to be careful. Create your maya. Now, it says, Like your own cover. It means, how would you react if someone spoke sharply to you? Even though the person didn't say anything, it was false. He said something sharply to you. To be insulted, and therefore, we have to utilize that attitude. Whenever we speak to somebody else, we know a person is hurt by a sharp tone, even though the words are good words. Sometimes the words, if they said gently, they have the same same meaning and more effect. And still, the, act, the fact that you add a certain sharpness to the words causes it to be a khet, as I know as the volume. And you have to worry about the results of that. Unless you ask mechila. it happens many times. People are impatient, sometimes with their wives, Sometimes "Why well, husband and husbands are impatient. so you have to be careful to keep this in mind that our Kodesh of is listening and he wants Nihusa. He wants you to speak gently. Very important principle. Only you have to train yourself to do it. Of course, everybody agrees in principle it's right to do. Nevertheless, we have to train ourselves by keeping the motto in mind, saying the motto constantly for the whole week, if people undertake to work on this, <inaudible> Always, always. Reminding himself, little by little, it enters his awareness and it becomes part of his personality. People can change themselves by auto-suggestion. Habit is one of the great allies of Shalimus. You gain perfection by using means of habit. And saying this motto constantly, a person gains this attitude of being always careful and polite when he speaks to people. Not only that, it's going to be good for him in this world to no question, he's going to gain a great deal from this form of behavior. He'll be rewarded. People will treat him differently. He'll be surprised how many people have been repelled by us by just one time we spoke sharply. He went away, didn't see them anymore. He's surprised. Why did my friend leave me? He don't understand that... One time is enough to lose a friend. And so a person who's careful will have friends, they will have popularity, and besides, everything else I called his brother will reward him for this great mitzvah of Id Khaver Kha Khob